kind of piety. Piety in one's external conduct and piety in one's innermost attitude. As for external piety, it consists in acting solely for God. Whereas inward piety consists in making nothing other enter in one's heart except God. Among the Sufis' rules of conduct are those relating to his adherence to poverty. Ibrahim ibn Fatih said the qualities of the truly poor are tranquility in times of privation and sacrifice and altruism in times of ease. The Sufi must never be pleased of his nafs and always have a low opinion of it in every circumstance. Abd Allah ibn Mubarak said uh, none, ha none has a good opinion of his nafs but the one who doesn't know its per perfidity. Dulanan an Mishri said, He who knows his nafs best is the one who has the lowest opinion of it. As a rule of conduct when setting out on journeys and, and, and be helpful to his fellow travelers, finally, he should not act disloyally in his relationship with others. When asked about the adab of the traveler, Ruayim said that his anxiety does not go beyond each footstep and wherever his heart stops, there be his abode. Muhammad ibn Asma al-Farabi said, I Abu Bakr al-Zakaq and Abu Bakr al-Qatani have been traveling for 20 years without mixing with any people or being on intimate terms with anyone. Whenever we came to a village where there was a sheikh, we would meet him and stay at his place for an hour. Then we would go back to the mosque. Qatani would go before us and pray from the beginning of the night till the early morning, reciting the entire Quran. Zakat would remain seated facing the Qibla while I would stay up all night meditating till morning. Then we would pray the morning prayer, still pure from the ablution of the beginning of the night. He said, and if a man had happened to be with us and he had slept all night, we would have considered him the best of us. Abu Umran al-Tabarastani was once asked about the feeling of weakness that overcomes a traveler during a journey. And he replied, God Most High said, but when thou hast fears about him, cast him upon the, the open sea. Which means, don't be concerned about what may befall you during your journey. If you turn your face toward your Lord, the Sufi should never, the Sufi should take whatever he gets from God Most High and leave whatever he leaves for the sake of God Most High. Ahmad ibn Khirwaya said, He who takes from God Most High takes with glory and, leave, and he who leaves for the sake of God leaves with glory. Whereas he who takes from another than God takes with humiliation and he who leaves for another than God leaves with humiliation. The Sufi must observe the proper adab with God Most High while in spiritual retreat. Abu Yazid said, one night I got up to pray, but I felt ill and so I had to sit down. I stretched out my legs and I heard a voice calling out to me and saying, He who sits on the company of kings should sit with the brother of Adab. Abu Muhammad al-Jurayi said, One night I was sitting in seclusion and stretched out my legs when sleep overwhelmed me. Then as I felt though someone was telling me, Not in this way does the servant sit with his master. Sari al-Sukadi said, while coming back from a military expedition, I passed by a wall. So I lay on my back and stretched out my legs, putting them on the wall to rest a little. When suddenly I heard a voice calling out to me and saying, 
O Saudi, do the servants sit in this way in the master's presence? The Sufi must observe the rules of poverty when with the poor. Abu Sa'id al-Khara said, When I have arrived at al-Ramma, I went to Abu Jafar al-Qasab and spent the night at his house. Then I left al-Ramma heading for Jerusalem. Abu Jafar came after me to Jerusalem, carrying with himself some small pieces of bread and said, Excuse me, I had this in my house and I did not even know. The Sufi must not in any way place people in unpleasant situations. The following saying is reported by Anas ibn Malik, the messenger of God. God blessed him and grant him peace, would not place anyone in a situation he would consider unpleasant. The Sufi should be eager to make his fellow Sufis share his act of kindness. It is reported that Ali, uh, may God be pleased with him, said, to bring some of my friends who share a, a food is more desirable for me than going to your market. Purchasing a slave and freeing him, the Messenger of God, God bless him and grant him peace, said, There is a kind of charity which ascends to heaven faster than any one was given. It is that of a man who offers some good food and brings to some of his friends to share it. The Sufi must honor those senior to him, be kind to novices, and be on good terms with his fellow Sufis. Because of the Prophet, God bless him and grant him peace, said, he who does not show mercy to the young among us and does not respect the old among us is not one of us. The Prophet, God bless him and grant him peace, did not say the young and the old. With the expression the young among us, he means who he who accepts the advice of those senior to him and, 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 and of masters and of those who are above him as regards to spiritual state, knowledge and age. Moreover, with the expression the old lady among us means the one who shows the young the path to integrity and gives him advice with solicitude and kindness. Among their rules of conduct, there is a rule to be followed by the masters. That is to practice, practice adab so that the young novice may acquire it from the, from the master's way of behaving. And his virtues, truly the best adab is what requires his, through his practices example rather than though his, through his words. The Sufi should be careful that every part of his body complies with God's injunctions. Abu al-Waraq said, Adab is that you guard your tongue when you speak, your heart when you are alone, your eye when you go out, your throat when you eat, your hand when you hold it out, your legs when you walk, and your moments when you act. Truly, if a person does not guard his movements of his body and ignores his moment, his body reverts to bad behavior. In contrast, if a person guards his moment and keeps his secret, God preserves all his moments and protects every part of his body. Among their rules of conduct is what Muhammad ibn Ali al-Tirmidhi said, Adab is to be careful how you act, so that your masters may not reprove you, to take nothing from this world that the uh, ascetics would, would blame you for, never to prefer this world to the hereafter lest the men of wisdom condemn you and to behave and to behave with your Lord during your retreat in such a way that the recording angels need not reproach you. The basis of Adab and his perfection consists in contemplating in your secret heart nothing but your Lord and seeking nothing either in this world or in the hereafter but his satisfaction. The Sufi must eat little and sleep little. Junaid said, 
The Sufi eats like someone sick and sleeps like a drowning man. Muhammad ibn Ali al-Tirmidhi said, Avoid sleep and food, indeed. If you eat, you grow lazy, and if you sleep, you neglect your religious duties. The Sufi must, must choose obedience to God always, be suspicious of his nafs, and accept the advice of his fellow Sufis. Abu Bakr al-Waraq said, One of the rules of the proper adab is that the servant obey his master in his secret heart as well as in public, not contradict him, either with a glance or with his thoughts, return good for evil, not follow the intentions of his nafs, be thankful when happy and patient, when in adversity, finally, that he be graciously disposed towards those who are beneath him and accept the advice of those who cons console him. The Sufis should not occupy his body except in what his Lord consents to. He should forgive his fellow Sufis when they do wrong and not blame them except if they commit a major sin or neglect a religious duty. Muhammad ibn Hamid al-Tirmidhi said, The proper conduct with God consists in, in not moving any parts of your body except to perform what pleases Him. The proper conduct with people consists in forgiving them their faults and re not reproaching them unless they disobey a divine command or go against approved practice. By following the example of whoever, whoever educates his ego, all can perfect their own behavior. Whereas he who opposes the people of other disregards any form of respect, and those he follows become useless in. Yusuf ibn Hussein al-Razi said, The worth of anyone who performs a deed lies in his other. Therefore, he who does not acquire other is worth nothing. Muhammad ibn al-Fadl said, By following the external conduct of whoever practices adab only in the exterior, his friends refine their behavior only in the exterior, while he who practices adab in the interior gains reference and respect in the hearts of people.